The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. I'll tell you, there's a whole lot happening here in the AFC West, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Well, right now, to tell you the truth, Kansas City, Herm Edwards, is bringing back Priest Holmes after not seeing a football game since 2005 or practice. And Holmes is going to take the place of Larry Johnson, who's on a holdout. Well, I love that. It sounds like the Holmes Holmes Ali fights of the past. Ali was younger, come in and kick his ass. I love it. KC's in disarray, rebuilding as well. Looks like the Raiders could make a deep impression on the Kansas City red faces this year. I love it. Also, let us not forget the Bronquettes, the Donkos, the Donkey Dicks, you know, whatever you want to call them. Colorado Chris has some fine names for him, I'm sure. He says Colorado Chris, who lives in hostile territory, has definitely got some words for them saying they look sick. The Broncos, I don't know what happened to them, but they laid the big egg this year because right now they're crying because the Dallas Cowboys beat them up. (laughs) Yes, they lost two very good defensive players. Two injury, one for the whole season. Brutal. You got to love it. I love it. I love it. So, without further ado, let's get on to show 157. Yeah. Yeah. Raider Nation, today's show will be, of course, a post-game scenario, uh, followed closely by... Out of the Woods by RaiderTake.com. That would be Sean. Great take. I love it. You're going to love it, too, when I read it back to you. It's pretty good. I hope it do it some justice. And, of course, we're going to talk about big money. Big money comes from the Donkettes to Oakland as defensive tackle. He comes to Oaktown. We'll talk a little bit about his deal because he picked up the same deal he had at Broncoland. But the man has twinkled toes. I mean, hurt toes. I mean, painful toes. And it took him out of the season last year. We'll talk about that. And I have to hit this. Kawakami Shogun of some bad shit. This guy writes an article and his name... It's like the first thing you see in the whole article. Huge letters, Kawakami. Like, what is this, some kind of work of art? Well, you know what? It's a work of bullshit because the name of the article, I will tell you, will say the whole thing. Inside the heads of Russell and Davis. Here, this is Shogun will tell you. Well, he got deep into the head of Al Davis and Russell. Yeah, what? From Downey, California? Get out of here. You know what? I'm going to call him the asshole of the week. And the reason I have to do that, of course, Raider Nation, is because we got so many assholes coming out of the woodwork that we can't just have one for the month because there's too many. So we're going we're gonna to chop it up and make it by the week because there's plenty to go around. Okay, well, of course, we'll hit the game. We will also hit the Raider Nation podcast. Comments form section. And I know that's Randy's favorite. So let's talk a little bit about some big money. Oh, don't you know? Do you know about my city? 
Yes, we have a new defensive tackle. His name would be Gerald Warren. He comes to the Raiders, uh, and it's from the Denver Donkets. Now, you know, he's been on the trade block for a while, and the, the, the Broncos have been shopping him for some time, unable to loan him because of his six-year, $36 million contract. But the reason they're unable to loan him because his both of his big toes led to an unproductive season in 2006. He was very productive before then. Warren, at, Warren his name, at six foot four, 325 pounds, is seen as Denver to be too small for their new defensive scheme, which indicates some kind of confusing factors here, like the defensive line standing and holding its ground or something. Well, go figure. It's Denver. I hope we could pick a victory out of them this season. That would be awesome. I hate them bastards, man. I can't stand losing to them. And it's been far too many losses. I love this guy because he'll play hard against the Donkettes, the hardest, which is good. We can always use a guy who's got a grudge. That's what I always say. Warren had 51 tackles and two and a half sacks last season. Not bad. He could definitely stop the hole for a lot of the running backs in the AFC West because that's what I'm concerned about, folks, is the AFC West. He was left behind um, on exhibition games to, of course, the San Francisco 49ers and also in their training with the Dallas Cowboys. No doubt because he were, they were going to release him. He was on the trading block, and they don't want an injury so that they have to pay any extra money. Evidently, Al Davis gave him the same contract um, that he got there. Now, his salary for the upcoming season is a little less than 600000 okay, because the Broncos paid him $2 million from the Bronco on the roster this year, and he earned $6.5 million of that $36 million last year. So... He's got some money that gave us some room and some time, and I'm sure that Al Davis in there has some super clause that says that if this character doesn't work out and he doesn't make it, well, guess what? Um, <laughs> you ain't a Raider, Patna. So I hope he does make it, though. We could always use another defensive tackle, uh, someone to help sap out, and Warren and Warren. Can you see it? I see the tandem. Warren and Warren. Sack! Sack! Along with Derek Burgess. I can't believe it. I can hardly freaking wait. So money, and that's the reason they call him big money there. They call him big money because he made this big contract. Now, these days for a defensive tackle, you know, it might be argued that that's not a super contract. But you know what? It's pretty doggone good for him on a four-year deal. Stretching it to six, he got the four-year extension, of course, which was uh, the $36 million. So that's 36 really over four. So there you go. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I just, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you have to read these guys? These guys that come out of nowhere. Okay, this guy is out of somewhere. He's out of the Mercury News. Okay, a sports columnist for our own Oakland Raider embedded San Jose area. So, Kamakami, 
the samurai of some bullshit <laughs> is asshole of the week. Okay, and I'm telling you why because this character has the gall, the guts. I don't know if that or it's just the ignorance to title his article inside the heads of Russell Davis and more. Now I can't understand how we you have to put and more when you can when you start the statement out or the title of the article by inside the heads of anybody. Like this character is close enough to Davis or Russell to come up with some solid situations that could be possibilities. Well, let's see what he might have to say. If I'm Jamarcus Russell, I'm already planning my Raiders exit strategy, and I'm hoping Al Davis is planning one for me, too. In the first sentence, we see Raider Nation, what an asshole this guy is, by already shedding this particular thing. Of course, it is fantasy, his fantasy, on readers, forcing them to read it in the San Jose area that is packed chock full of Raider fans. Let me continue. Maybe that's the essence of this ridiculous statement. Russell isn't too sure about told commitment to his shaky franchise, and Davis, once again, is having second thoughts about one of his biggest decisions. Man, I'm sure glad you're in there. Kawakami! I'm sure glad you're in there. Samurai! Oh, some bullshit! Because I don't know who would be even closer to Al Davis to know those deep, dark thoughts. I'm glad you're there, buddy. Let me continue. Maybe that's the secret background, and that's bad for any negotiation, obviously. Ooh, see, he's making intriguing now. And (laughs) when it involves the number one overall pick, the previous nine number ones signed before the start of camp. Yes, a potential franchise quarterback. They always have options. And a stubborn owner is a debacle. Ugh, brother. Thank you, Kawakami. Samurai. Uh, some bullshit. Uh, the reports are correct that Russell Camp is asking for something in the neighborhood of a number one tradition. About $30 million in guarantees and a 15 to 20% bump from Mario Williams' deal in Houston last year. Wow, that's a lot of money. It's the Raiders who are seeking the change-up. They want the right to take options to make portions of the money back if Russell is suspended or is a flop. Boy, what a terrible thing that is, that the owner wants to protect the team, the fans, and the franchise, of course, from throwing money after a guy who might not even make it because he hasn't picked up a pigskin in months. Thank you. Kawakami. Samurai. Shogana bullshit. <laughs> it's the Raiders who are seeing the change up. Brother! That might be wise to most Michael Vick era, especially for a team that took Robert Gallery number two overall just a few years ago and sank a large investment at Randy Moss for two pitiful seasons. But it's not going to happen with Russell. Number one picks always receive full guarantees. If you draft somebody that high, you have to believe he'll justify your selection or you shouldn't bother taking him. 
You have to trust your judgment. And that's where Davis <laughs> might be having a crisis. Though I know Raider fans hate to hear it. <laughs> Davis is having a crisis. Al Davis. <laughs> Kawakami. Shogun. Oh, some bullshit. Let me go on. <laughs> uh, let's go through a. Let's do a list of major David's decisions since the end of the 2003 season. Norv Turner as coach. Kerry Collins as quarterback. Gallery as tackle over receiver Larry Fitzgerald. Quarterback Phillip Rivers and defensive tackle Tommy Harris in the 2004 draft. Moss acquired. Art Shell as coach. Tom Moss as offensive coordinator. Safety Michael Huff order Corbett's Mac Liner or Jay Cutler in the 2006 draft. Aaron Brooks as QB. Boy, you pointed all those out in a very short time. Kawakami. If I'm Al Davis, I am not happy with that list. It's frightful. So maybe I want to play it safe with Russell, and if he, if he stinks, I want to be able to get rid of him without a fiscal consequence. Well, no kidding. He's a businessman, you idiot. <laughs> So if I'm Al Davis, I should be searching for a trade partner right now. If I dare Russell to sit out the 2007 season and re-enter the draft in 08, nobody wins. And the Raiders need wins, period. Hardy, har, 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 har. If I'm the Raiders, I want something out of Russell. Either he's in the Raiders uniform and playing by week six, or he brings a multiple picks and a younger starter who who's ready to go. If Russell isn't signed by September 1st, it's probably trade time. Boy, I'm glad you're in Al Davis's head, man. I'm telling you, I'm glad that you were the source. That's the exit strategy. If I'm <laughs> if I'm not a Pollyanna Raiderite, I'm thinking it might be reality. Who is this K Kamikawi Shogun? Of bullshit. If I'm Culpepper, after Sunday's sharp outing against the 49ers, I'm assuming that the Raiders quarterback job is mine by week two at least. Culpepper's clearly the best non-Russell option on the roster if his knee holds up. And if Kiffin and Greg Knapp's offense continues to run at a competent clip, Culpepper could make the Raiders look almost like a normal team again. Ooh! <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Now it goes on and on and on. It's very long, and I'm not going to give this guy the justice of of going on to a 49ers segment, which he's talk, talking about Mike Nolan and how brilliant and wonderful the 49ers were. So I'll just forget that. And, hey, Tim, Tim Kamakami is uh, in the mercurynews.com. Check him out. Send him a little email. Matter of fact, call him. Area code 408-920-5442. You can tell him. Kawakami is the shogun of some bullshit. And also the asshole of the week at RaiderNationPodcast.com. And that's all I have to say about that. Asshole. Were you born? born.
way it worked out fine Cause you're an asshole tonight Yes, you're an A-S-S-H-O-L-E And don't you try to blame it on me You deserve all the credit got to love it you just got to man kawakami you you need to start writing some fiction some novels get out of the news you're not even in the news okay (laughs) the post game for the 40 whiners versus the raiders over there at the big um They call it the stick. I call it the dick. That's what it is. It's a flying saucer that landed in San Francisco in the most disgustingly horrible weather portion of the Bay Area that you could have. The windiest, coldest, nastiest place that you could ever watch a football game. I don't care if you're in Green Bay. I'll tell you, come on over to the stick and check it out because I have never seen a peanut bag fly with such fury. I saw one go about 10 seats over. A guy released it like a rocket. It hit another guy in the face, and it sounded like he'd been slapped. I mean, biatch slapped right there. (laughs) The funniest thing was the crowd around him went, (laughs) that was experience at the stick and this is what happened to us you can check it out there at the RaiderNationVideoCast.com. randy will have it up in the day or so we took some video of some great fans we had a great time in the parking lot the raider fans were out there to represent i know raider frank doesn't think so but we were there we were there but uh, it was uh, shown in the bay area so a lot of raider fans stayed home uh, a lot of people were going to the concert, uh, the Ghost in the Machine concert. There was a whole lot going on in the Bay Area that night. But we got there. The game was uh, interesting because we were in the north end zone, and the whole game was played in the south end zone. <laughs> it was brutal. I'm going to tell you right now. <sighs> Let me just go on to say, I, I can't even say it. I'm going to say it again. Drop balls and miss connections with the football are a huge issue this season something that i didn't see last season a lot of but as far as drop passes go this is a new record that i can remember now if we eliminate one guy 